0: This episode of Seniors Today is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, 101 Mobility. Experts in mobility and accessibility solutions. Welcome to Seniors Today, a talk show focused on what seniors and their families need to know to live their very best lives. I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care, and with me is my co-host Lisa Stover, founder of Presto Real Estate Services. A majority of us as we grow older really want to stay in our homes and age in place. Those of us providing care to older adults have a saying, one fall does it all. A fall or an injury at home can be life changing sometimes leading to injuries that prevent people from even returning to their home. Luckily, there are services that specialize in conducting home safety assessments and can make the modifications needed to help people stay in their homes safely for longer. With us from 101 Mobility, we have Tara Nieberding, an expert in home safety modifications, and our senior guest, Francine Vicelli. Welcome, Tara. Welcome, Francine. Thank you. We're so glad you could be here with us. Thank you. Let's start with you, Tara. Can you tell us a little bit more about what your company
1: does to keep seniors safe? Yes, thank you. 101 Mobility is a solutions focused company. We work on removing barriers and making homes accessible and safe for people to stay in them in the long run. Well, we're so
0: lucky to have companies that can actually do that. And we were so glad that Francine could join us because we wanted to hear a little bit about her story and what she's done so that she can stay safe in her home.
2: Well, I mean when I fell I was paralyzed from the waist down. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't stand up so I just could crawl and I laid on my floor for three days before someone found me. So um, I did have water, but I'm saying going to the hospital, have them telling you one more day on the floor and you would have been gone, Mm -hmm. Um, scary. And I, first thing that went through my head was can I go back home? Mm -hmm. Can I go home? You know, I had to have spine surgery, but then I had to go home. I did have the shower bars in my shower because that was the first thing I did even before I had my fall. But after my fall, that's when everything changed. Francine,
3: share with our guests what, what it was like. I mean, what was, what was that moment like for you? Was that
2: must have been super scary. That was very scary because I didn't know what was wrong. You know, you wake up, and you're paralyzed, and you don't... You, you were asleep, so you'd wonder, yeah. what did I do? You didn't do anything. But I was able to come home, and at first I was embarrassed about the walker. But I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm able to walk. Mm. Even though I got a little helper with me, I'm still able to walk. I go to the grocery store by myself. Um, I do have a caregiver twice a week that helps me with things I can't do. But I try to stay... Um, as focused as I can, you turn wrong, you're going down on hard ceramic mm. floor, there's a hip. So if you break a hip, your chances of coming home are usually not so good. So I don't want any of that to happen. I do want to stay in my home. Well, it almost sounds like we need like tips by Francine because yeah, I agree
0: you've lived it, right? You, yeah. You've gone through it. And you know, when at first, when you're talking about being on the floor, you know, for three days, you know, it's it's uh, makes me feel so scared and so sad for seniors. And then I realize it really is so common. In fact, what my mother, things. yeah, more than you think. Uh, you know, my mother-in-law just had a fall a couple days ago, and she was on the floor for three hours until her caregiver came. You know, she mm-hmm. got out of bed. Gary, too. She got out of bed, and you know, she just wasn't feeling it, and she was on the floor, wasn't near the things she needed to be near. And then when the caregiver came, you know, in the morning at about 11 you know, found her there and she's got this whole journey that you just explained. You know, and that makes me think, you know, Tara, tell us a little bit about how families find you. I mean, is it, is it like what we're talking about
1: here? Do people come with a proactive plan? How does it go? Yeah, majority of the situations are reactive, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with catastrophic falls or new diagnoses of, you know, illnesses that are going to change someone's mobility. Unfortunately, that's the majority, but I do have customers that come to me proactively, which is my favorite because we get (laughs) to plan for their future and what it means in the long run for them to stay in their home. Simple things like you mentioned, uh, putting in a grab bar or removing Mm -hmm. area rugs, things that might get in the way Mm -hmm. of your walker. Area rugs are big trip fall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? So simple things that you
0: can start with. And you'd be surprised when we do our in-home assessments how sometimes people
2: Love their area rugs, and they oh, don't they want to get their. Oh, they always do. They just curl up, and they catch your feet, they oh. catch your walker, they catch a lot of things. Such a trip hazard.
0: Well, and you know, Tara, tell us a little bit about when a family calls you. Then do you go to their home? and
1: how do you spend the time with them, what do you do? I do, Uh, it is absolutely important for me to see things firsthand, to talk about someone's current condition, maybe what the long-term prognosis is and how we can look at the variables in their home, right? What is currently accessible, what maybe gives them difficulty now, or will give them difficulty in the future that can
2: make be, it not that the scary process
1: absolutely it could be their stairs mm-hmm. it could be their entryway we're in the Midwest we have a lot of two-story homes yes. We have a lot of concrete stoops yeah have a lot of places that can be dangerous if your plan is to stay there in the long run which we can solve
3: well and I know that we our clients the ones that I deal with typically have been in their home for 40 and 50 years most of them are not in ranches Most of them have to climb up and over a tub to take a shower. Mm -hmm. They have to go upstairs for the full bathroom, upstairs for their bedroom.
1: And right there, those are the two biggest culprits, don't you think? Absolutely, I think people are weighing the options of creating a first floor master. Mm -hmm. which is a very expensive endeavor, Mm -hmm. and that could potentially affect resale of their home in the future versus equipping their home with... Sometimes in a good way. Sometimes in a good way, yes. (laughs) Or, you know, versus equipping their home with machines or equipment that can help make that transition for them. Right. Well, when I listen to you, Francine, you are so vivacious Mm -hmm. and you
0: love to still do so many things. So it sounds to me like, you know, for you and for your home, you wanted to still be able to live in your home. Not necess- That's the key
2: phrase right there, live. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. just exist and survive, I wanted to live in mm-hmm. my home. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and, and little things like in the bathtub, I have this grippy shower mat, and it was a little bit more expensive, you know, but when you step on it, it's not gonna move. And I have the same thing with my rug when I get out of the bathroom, it has the grip on the bottom, so it doesn't move. These are all things that are gonna lead to a fall In the bathroom, and it's not a pretty situation when you do.
3: Mm. Yeah. And I think a lot of our seniors are afraid that some of these things won't look nice. They won't be pretty. So, what do you say to that, Tara?
1: Well, I'm a bit of a hard stance on that. You know, equipment is not always going to be beautiful, but equipment is functional. And I think your perspective earlier on I chose to not be embarrassed by the walker Mm -hmm. because I needed it and I wanted to walk right and that is the most important thing anything can be repaired you know stairs can be fixed holes in walls can be patched and painted and that's that's all the end result that's no problem. What are the most common modifications people ask for or need? I'd say the top three. Uh, you know, first and foremost, stair lifts. We've talked mm-hmm. about the fact that we've got a lot of two-story homes, and that's very common. The good thing about stair lifts is they can accommodate any type of stairs. It doesn't have to just be straight up and down. It can be curves, it can be landings, it can be turns. A uh, lot of ramping, right, mm-hmm. in garages mm-hmm. or at front entries or even back entries to get out onto your deck or your little sun porch, if that's the case. Uh, and then we do also have platform lifts. So if somebody is wheelchair bound and maybe it needs a better way to enter and exit their home in a barrier free way that's also a good solution that we provide. Oh that would
0: be great because like we said you want to be able to live. You want to be able to do what you want to do. I know we've had clients where actually getting in and out of the garage is sometimes one of the most dangerous things because you know when you come into your home even you've got railings or up to your bedrooms you've got railings but sometimes you're walking into that garage and there's nothing. Is there a
1: good solution for that? We've actually done many different things depending on the client's need Mm -hmm. but even something as simple as rebuilding those stairs Mm -hmm. with a platform at the door Mm -hmm. right so maybe they still can do the two stairs with a handrail Mm -hmm. but they need a resting place Mm -hmm. or they need somewhere to set things down Mm. that can be a really great first step and then maybe in the future we put a stair lift on those stairs if they need the assistance actually getting up and down the stairs there's lots of ways we can approach the garage but I agree with you they're not very well built. Usually those stairs in the garage no. are an afterthought. Well, I mean, it's a lot about what we talk about being a senior, which
0: we're, mm-hmm. we're, getting, we're becoming seniors as well, is you, know, you go through your whole life in different stages, but you don't always think about the things that you're gonna need to really live your
2: best right. life. Right, and that's the other thing. You know, just because you're a senior, and you do, get, you do have some disabilities, doesn't mean you can't live a good life with dignity. It doesn't have to be um, how it was a long time ago. You know, you, you There's so many things you can do. You offer solutions. There's so many things out there. Well, it's, it's hard for some folks. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, it's hard to get to that to next it. place. You have to. You do. You have to take a, a good long look at it, and admit what you need, and take that next step. But it's exciting. It's exciting the way um, innovations have taken
2: us to a new level because so many people do want to stay in their home. Right, and it's she's making it less, Tara's making it less she scary. She is, she's making, making, making it, lot it less, less scary. scary. You
1: are making lives
2: so much <laughs> better. See, and thank you. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: no, and I end up a lot of times dealing with families uh, who are helping their their the adult children are helping their parents, right? And that's a very common situation for me. And I can be a really good neutral party to have that conversation, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? To be that middle man that gives the bad news about the area rugs. <laughs> right, right, we find that too. Yeah, Tell mom she can't have her area rugs. Yeah. Well, I'd, I
0: really loved being able to talk to everybody and I wanted to just see, are there a couple last words of advice you can give our families?
1: Please be proactive. You have an opportunity to plan over the years take a room each year maybe and say in the bathroom, I would like to do this or this will make this area safer Mm -hmm. because then you know for sure you'll be all set for your future no matter what your condition is. That is great advice and it is so hard to plan but I think
0: sharing stories and I mean Francine, I just can't thank you enough for really sharing not only what happened to you.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: And just really the emotions that go on and how important it is to live. It's just, exactly. I think you've really probably helped a lot of people come to grips with, don't let you know, a near-death experience really
2: happen. Be proactive. Don't let it frighten you into living. No, I love it.
0: Well, thank you both for being with us and thank you for watching. We'll be right back.
3: We work hard every day to deliver the best mobility and accessibility solutions for people that are faced with limited physical mobility and their caretakers that help them. That's why we offer free consultations where one of our experts will meet with you in your home at your convenience to help determine the best solution for your unique needs and limitations. Whether you need a stair lift to help you get up and down your home stairs, a vertical platform lift to bypass stairs or provide access to porches and decks, or a ramp to overcome steps and thresholds, we have a solution to fit your needs. Contact us today to speak to a local mobility expert and schedule your free home consultation.
0: We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. Welcome back to Seniors Today. I'm Denise Fawn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care, and with me is my co-host Lisa Stover, founder of Presto Real Estate Services scams it seems like every day there's a new phone scam email scam text scam and even door-to-door scams what can we do to make sure those we love don't fall prey to these scams with us today is julie smith crime prevention specialist from the naperville police department and jenny dolly director of senior services from the naperville township both are also members of the naperville lyle triad a community organization focused on keeping seniors safe Welcome, Julie. Welcome, Jenny. We're glad you could Thank be you. here. Hi. Glad to be here. I, I,
3: think, I think Jenny should be queen of senior services. <laughs> no. That should be her title.
4: <laughs> no. She knows
0: it all. Yep. I am one. <laughs> well, and I know this, this topic is near and dear to your heart, both yes. what Julie does and a lot of the presentations that Jenny does. I wanted to start with you, Julie, and talk to us a little bit about what are some of the most popular scams that are happening right now. Uh, we're really seeing an uptick of gift
5: card scams. People being um, imposters, maybe calling you, reaching out by either phone, uh, email, texting, any way they can to advise you maybe something's wrong with your social security number or that <clears throat> your um, being, you're wanted by the IRS or you owe them money or something like that. And in order for you to clear up that situation, you need to go out and take a gift card out um, for payment
0: and give them the numbers on the back of that and everything will be all cleared up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about the, the gift card piece of it. Now how that can be a form of currency that no one can track. So that's a big and thing. And people
4: are falling for it. Yeah, and that's a signal though. If they, if you're asked to give gift cards as payment to something, that's
0: a signal that it's a scam. Right. Well, and even, how about on our, our phones? I think even just today, I had two and they were telling me that my credit card was going to be shut down. But the funny thing was, it wasn't a credit card that I have. Is that? Right. They're always wanting you to click on that link or now or we seem so more trusting when
5: we get things on our phone, so we're more apt to like click on it and things like that without thinking, Um, and that's how they get us. And and what happens when you click on that link? What actually happens? When you click on those links, sometimes you can upload a a virus or that malware. A lot of times they want you to verify information that might be entering in your social security number or your birth Uh. date or your banking account information, Um, and that's how they get you. Sometimes even now we're seeing that they will wait on the line with you and guide you through uh, going onto a website where they then take over your computer. And that's really scary. Uh. Just
0: all the information that's on there. You know, we had a situation and I'm just thinking, Jenny, you'll probably have a lot more stories, but we had a caregiver in someone's home and you know, the client had some dementia. Well, she got a phone call from her grandson, Matthew, which really she had a grandson named Matthew. And he was in the St. Louis area and got arrested, and she needed to send money. And the caregiver was like, "No, no, really." And, and and I felt so sorry to hear the story because so sad. It was so sad and and the caregiver felt like aware enough because she you know had been trained that this is probably a scam, and let's check it out. So you know, do people come to the township and talk about things that may have happened to them or yes. Yeah. all the
4: time and but I am so grateful for them to do that because then we can clarify it for them. So a lot of times people will just call and say, I got this message from the DMV and they wanted me to send, you know, such and such because something is wrong with my driver's license. That's not the point. I said first off, Illinois doesn't have a DMV. They have a Secretary of State's office mm-hmm. and I said, look for things when they when they
0: present this this topic to you. Look for things that are wrong. Yeah. Well, you do have to laugh sometimes when things come through, and there's upper and lower capital letter. Right. I'm like, if they're gonna scam me, can they at least, at least get the get punctuation right. right? Right.
3: Well, I want to also add that in Naperville, like our listeners today, are so fortunate that we have a township office that yeah. is ready to receive calls yeah. like this. I don't know that every municipality really has that, and it's it's great that our Very listeners fortunate. can call in and, mm-hmm. and get help that they need, you know, besides the police department, but there's there are other outlets.
0: Yeah. Well, and that was something I was wondering is, do people report scams? You know, they may have figured it out and they may not comply, but they probably think, oh, somebody else has already reported that. So how do you find out what's going on?
5: Well, scams generally are pretty underreported. Um, so we do encourage people if they've been a victim of scam to call the police department, file a police report um, because that helps us better uh, communicate with um, the residents about what's happening in in the city. So we can put people on on alert for that. Yeah,
4: yeah. And also thank you, Lisa, for the con words because I think with the township offices, we are small enough that we answer our phone and we do have that um, trust established and and we're very fortunate in the city of naperville to have the police department that we do and and we can utilize those two for questions people are afraid and and they are embarrassed by what they may get into so they don't want to just call up and say i may have just lost five hundred dollars you know because then that makes them look like that they are beginning with dementia Mm -hmm. and and you know things like that which is not true
0: So we need to keep those lines of communication open. No, it can happen to anybody, but I think that that's true. A lot of times people feel like it makes them look weak, makes them look like they may not be able to be living on their own. Yeah. You know, what are some things that families can do to help their loved ones? You know, one thing that was so positive I felt about, you know, the pandemic was the fact that a lot more seniors got technology, right? So they were able to stay connected. But the flip side of that is a lot more of our clients got Facebook. So, I mean, are there things that families can do to kind of just
5: protect people? Yeah, absolutely. Keep that open line of communication going. Talk about the different ways those scammers are reaching out to everyone. And that's any way possible that they can, whether it's the phone, uh, those telemarketing calls, right. the robocalls, um, yeah, emails, all those different phishing attempts, things in the mail. Um, they're trying any way that they can to separate you from your money. Right.
4: And and try not to be condescending. Mm-hmm. You know, as a family member, if your parent calls you and says, you know, something is just not right, you know, try not to be, well, are you kidding me? Why did you do that? What? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? You know, let them talk and let them, you figure it out. You know, you become the parent then and, you know, that's the sandwich generation. And so if you can figure it out, then you can also help the police figure it out too. And, um, and a lot of times it It is very, very true and talking about Facebook, that's another thing that I wanted to address specifically mm-hmm. was that in, in because of social isolation and during COVID and everything else, Facebook has been a wonderful, wonderful resource to start with and to end with, but it also contains an awful lot of personal data. And so when you are doing the fun things on, on Facebook, what's the name of your first dog? Um, what is your high school's mm-hmm. mascot? Um, things like that. All all of a sudden, you know, if you just look at those fun answers that you've given, aren't they the same as the security questions? That, that you ask you are being asked when you fill out a loan application, when you're filling out an online account for something. Interesting. You know, right. they're asking you all these things and they're compiling that data and you think
0: it's a game. No, honestly, I would say just until recently, I don't think I realized that because we do do so many things that are trying to Fine. be interactive and fun with Fine. our friends. And then when you do look at that, you're like, yeah, that's why they want to know my grade school, right? Yeah, no, it's it's true. So thank you for, for pointing that out. And you know, we've talked to some of our um, our families, some of our clients and said, you know what, don't don't accept friend requests really, because a lot of times there are imposters. You know, let us help you or let your family help you. Or one of the things to notice is if, if somebody only has a couple friends. It's, it's probably a duplet account. I mean, just safety things you wouldn't have ever thought we would have had to, to deal with. Yeah. Now, are people still coming door to door? Are there people that are trying to target seniors in that way anymore? We do
5: see the gypsy scams um, in the springtime, in the, in the summer, they target our area. Uh, just remember that uh, in the city of Naperville, the solicitors do require a permit. Mm. So they should be wearing some
0: type of identification as well as a colored vest. Oh, I didn't even know that. I know we've got the little sticker that says no solicitors, but people still come all the time. So I didn't even know that was the case, you know, and and I know um, sometimes it may even be somebody saying your daughter said that you have a a leaky toilet. Well, a lot of times you don't even remember if your toilet's leaking. So you think, oh yeah, my daughter must have sent somebody before you know it, they're in the house and they're up in your room and they're able to look at your bathroom and
5: yeah, those ruse burglars they'll try and lure you outside of the house while then their, you know, their counterpart goes inside of the house and goes mm-hmm, to the bedroom and mm-hmm, tries to steal everything. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile,
0: they've got you outside looking at your fence or your roof. I was wondering if the Nest cameras or the outside surveillance helps with that at Absol- all? Absolutely. All this video technology
5: is a wonderful right. thing to keep it's track of. It's got to frighten some people off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it,
0: I think
3: one, one thing I was thinking about was how embarrassed some seniors are that they've done this, that they've sent money in or they've, they've made this mistake and they don't want to tell their children. Um, what, do you, what do you say to that? I mean, they have to overcome it, right? Mm-hmm. They have to overcome it and, and reach out because it'll only get worse. But how? How do you, how do you approach your family? How do, you, how do you come clean? I have a client who they actually discovered her dementia because something like this happened. And she didn't realize she had made the mistake. She thought it was something else. And the the sons realized something's wrong here. Why would she have done that? And come to find out they didn't realize she lives alone, that she was really starting to decline. So some of it's maybe catching a problem or, I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. And it's such an invasive and private private area. Our money, right, is very private for many people.
0: Well, and I know, Jenny, you know, you do this all the time. I, I would say, you know, we, we need to encourage people to contact, yeah. you know, the township or the police department. And I, I always say we're helping, you're helping somebody else. You're not alone. This is something either I've done or thought about doing. And the only way we can help others is is getting the word out. Well, we could probably talk about this for so much longer because yes. there's so many things. I yep. just wanted to really ask, Julia, are there any last, last things that people should really be thinking about?
5: Um, yes, stay aware and stay informed. Don't give out your personal information and they can be so tricky sometimes when they ask it, but your personal information is personal, so don't share it with anybody.
4: And keep a physical barrier between you and whoever's at the door. Mm. You know, don't open that Mm -hmm. door. You know, Mm -hmm. you can talk through a glass door. You can talk through, you know, um, just about anything. But don't open the door. Keep a physical
0: barrier. No, you bring up a good point. These days, people really don't call. I mean, unless they know you and people don't come unannounced. So great. And don't be afraid not to answer the phone. Let it go to voicemail. Let it go to voicemail. (laughs) You can handle it on your terms. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you both so much for all you do to help our seniors. And thank you for being on the show today. I really hope these tips have helped a few people. I know I learned a lot. Thank you to all of you for joining us on Seniors Today. This episode of Seniors Today is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, 101 Mobility. Experts in mobility and accessibility solutions.